Hello, fam. This episode of this podcast is brought to you by Jose Valdez of the Valdez Group. If you're looking for a home, selling a home, look no further than the Valdez Group. Jose Valdez has been a friend of this podcast and is a great asset to the community. You got to support him. His phone number, if you want to contact him, is 909-649-4670. You can call him or text him. His email is josevaldez underscore 33 at yahoo.com. The Valdez Group, that's Jose Valdez, located at 16923 Sierra Lakes Parkway, Suite 101, Fontana, California, 92336. Support those who support the podcast. That's Jose Valdez, The Valdez Group. The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations share the different perspectives of me and my guests. You, of course, are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that this is done with charity. Welcome to This Connected. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind, drown out the noise, and see if this connected. And see if this connected. Fam. Welcome to another episode. We are here in Chino, California, virtually in Chino, California, to do another episode in our series called I Love Youth Ministry from A to Z. Our letter for today is the letter C. Can you all say that, boys and girls? C. Letter C. I just remember Barney every time I I see that, you know, I'm going to break out and I love, you know, we won't go there. I just had flashbacks. <laughs> well, let's welcome our guest in This Connected from Our Lady of Guadalupe in Chino, California, where the cows never sleep and the prisoners <laughs> never escape. Welcome, Alexis Guzman. Hi, Arnel. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. I like, I never thought I was going to be in this part of like your podcast so i'm really excited to be here yes the cows never sleep in chino every time you drive by here the first thing you smell is that cow manure tell us something about you tell us a little bit about you yeah because this podcast features youth ministries within diocese outside of the diocese just to connect and about the youth ministries youth ministers that lead them because that's that's how these things happen you know you need vibrant and good youth ministers so tell us a little bit something about you oh man i feel like i'm on a catholic dating show it's like catholic you know, tinder who you are you so that we can pair you up with the right person yeah. what's your well, saint everyone <laughs> my name is alexis i'm the youth minister at our lady of guadalupe in chino um, this is going to be my second year being a youth minister, but I was doing ministry before back like 10 years ago. Um, I don't want to reveal my age, uh, cause that's not important. Um, I'm also a religion teacher. I'm also a campus minister and, and yeah, so that's a little bit about me. I also, um, head over the evangelization and catechesis, um, programs in our parish. So it's really cool and exciting to get to work with Jesus 24-7 because I breathe, I eat, and I sleep Jesus 24-7. So wow, it's really just, cool. You're just living the life of, of, you know, living a life of holiness, like what we always say at the end, living a life of holiness. Um, it's just like you wake up, it's like about Jesus. You go to work, it's about Jesus. You go home, it's about Jesus. Man, we're jealous. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's crazy. Like a lot of people tell me, how do you have so much time? I'm like, you know what? Whatever God has time for, like, I'll make sure that to do it. And, I mean, he's the one that leads everything. He lays out the plan, and I'm there hustling so that I can make sure that, I mean, I don't want to save people anymore. That that was my my calling to save more people, but Jesus already did that. So I'm just making sure that I'm pushing more people. 
yeah. teaching guiding them that now here's the thing it's like you work as a religion teacher correct for where for Pomona Catholic and all girls school in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles I, th- I think I, I I you know that's that's off Holt right Holton White's uh, in the corner, right in the corner. Right in the corner of Holton White. You know, that, that school has history, has ghosts, too. And sisters that apparently have been buried in there. So I don't know what that means, but what? I'll just I'll just let you guys use your imagination. What? There's sisters that are buried are there? there? Apparently, that's what the stories are, like, that have they have mentioned. But do I they, don't know. Do I, I mean, walk? I haven't been into, like, the bottom of the basement. Like, it's actually the basement and then the underground. So I haven't been in the underground. Dude, take me on a tour. We'll do a podcast underneath there. It's going to be like finding ghosts. Finding the sisters. <laughs> finding the sisters. We'll have Sister Act Part 4. I know. Imagine. Dude, that's so crazy. I want to go there. How, can you get me in? Let's do it. I have the keys. <laughs> we can go right now if you want to. No, not at night. I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> but dude, I, I, I totally, totally love to go see that school. I always pass it. And when driving down there, you pass by this school because it looked like it looked like the school that I graduated from in the Philippines. You know, the the old style mm-hmm. school. It's like, oh yeah, that's haunted, um, and has a lot of stories behind there. Well, I mean, we have been open for 122 years. What? Um, in the 19, I think it was 1953, the school burned down. It was called Holy Name Academy, and then it burned down, and then. Um, what ended up happening was that um, when it burned down, well, obviously the new building came up and whatnot. And, and I mean, it's been there since that fire. So it's really, it's really crazy how it went from, because it was also a co-ed school. So it was all boys and girls, but now this time it, um, the boys got branched out to what's known as Damien. It was first known as Pomona Catholic uh, boys school. And then it went into Damien high school. In um in the city of I believe San Dimas, I mean La- San Dimas Laverne area. Yeah, so that's that's amazing. So you work at you work for well that's that that's not even San Bernardino Diocese. That's LA Diocese Pomona. Mm-hmm. So you work for the LA Diocese as a religion teacher, and then on your off time, on your free time, you're a youth minister at Our Lady of Guadalupe in the Diocese of San Bernardino. Yeah, I'm. Uh, that's my my free time, right? No, um, I mean we all get placed in all these different activities of your youth minister. But yeah, on my free time, I like to. Obviously, I like to take a break from ministry a little bit. But I mean, ministry always comes to and finds me for some reason, and I'm still questioning why it continues to come and follow me. But in my free times, I like to read. I like to actually um, run. But not run like exercise run. I like to run to go chase the paletero man so that I can get a good ice cream. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream? So, What's your favorite paleta? My favorite paleta is the um, mango. Oh man, no, no. My mango daughter, or is that or, the one with the tamarind? Pineapple. The the mango with the tamarind. Yes. Oh man, someone gave me that one time. I was like, no, ice cream is not supposed to be sweet and sour like that. I was like, oh. No, I like the I like the plain strawberry one with with a strawberry at the bottom. Yeah, that's it. Wow. So, yeah, but that that mango one, man, that's that. But you know it. what? That's what keeps me spicy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Ooh, spicy, <laughs> spicy Alexis. All right. So so you you know I, I look at you guys. I look at a lot of youth ministers, and you guys are so educated. How did you get into you know teaching religion? And it's like, who who it's wants to so, cool? It says, hey, I'm gonna, <laughs> hey, mom, I'm gonna go to university, get a four year degree, and take up religion. It's so funny because and um, not be a priest. <laughs> it's so funny because I graduated with a bachelor's degree in mathematics and Spanish with the constant uh, with um with a minor in economics and a minor in sec- primary and secondary education in mathematics, and so. As I was going through the path of, of the journey of life, I was like, okay, let's go ahead and do a master's. And so I did a master's in Spanish with a concentration in social linguistics. And so I worked for a nonprofit that focused a lot on scholarships for like the last two years of my, um, of my master's, I mean, obviously for the two years in the master's degree. But then I was just like, okay, I cannot be doing nonprofit work 24, I mean, like the one that I'm doing with the scholarship because we, we are actually, we get paid with grants and things like that. So I'm like, I'm not, I can't live off of this, like, you know, 
And so one day my friend from Pomona Catholic, um, her name is Maria. Shout out to Maria. She's one of my core team members. She's our, she's one of our moms for our ministry. <laughs> um, she, she actually told me, Hey, Alexis, like there's this job opening at Pomona Catholic. You should come in and check it out. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. And so <laughs> I remember it was the summer of 2018, you know? And so um, obviously I was also committed to Pomona Unified School District. Um, and I was like, okay, like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm getting called literally one week when I have to put in my final contract so that I tell them I'm coming back. And I'm like, and I get this opportunity, you know? And so I remember I interviewed like on a Monday and then the person that interviewed me, she told me, you will hear back from us on Wednesday. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Like two days before I decide like, okay, do I want to go to Pomona Catholic if I do get in or do I continue on with um, Pomona Unified? And so Wednesday happens and I'm like, I didn't get a call. And I was like, okay, well, I guess like I didn't get in. Like it's, I mean, it's okay. I'm going to sign my contract. And so I signed my contract, but I never took it in. And so Thursday happened and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, they're still not, they're still not calling me from Pomona Catholic. I'm like, I think I didn't get it. Like I, I was, I was just feeling like, so like, oh, like what happened here? You're you like know? on loser status. Literally. I was just like, no one has ever told me no other than my mom and my dad when I'm trying to like grab the extra cookies out of the cookie jar. Yeah, but that came with a chancla. <laughs> a lit- uh, uh, the chancla voladora or like the whip or the or the remote that they just throw it at you. And for some reason, they have got like, good aim and it's like a boomerang and it just comes back. I'm just like, what the? What's awful you know? with that? Getting hit by the, the remote control is then they get upset with you and they tell you, pick that up and give it back to me. Yes. Well, you threw it at me. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing. And so um, Thursday, and then Friday happened and I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I think I have to go take my contract to Pomona Unified and I'm just going to go. And so I was supposed to take it in by 5 p.m. And I remember that day, I, I w- it was so busy, like trying to like figure out everything. And and I'm like, okay, I, I started driving at 4.30 because the Pomona Unified from my house is like 15 minutes. And so I drove and I drove and I drove. And I'm like, okay, 5.45. I mean, four four forty five, four fifty. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, I guess. Let me start. Let me get off my car and let's let me start walking to Pomona, Pomona Unified School District to submit my contract. And then at four fifty five, I get a phone call from Pomona Catholic stating, "Hey, Alexis. So we just want to let you know that you are hired as a religion teacher and campus minister. When can you come and um, and sign your contract?" I was just like what the heck like five minutes before me submitting my contract at Pomona Unified to switch it for literally a world that first of all I didn't study for Mm -hmm. and second of all I'm just like okay well I was just looking for a job and I think I got one you know and so I'm like okay like like hey this is Alexis thank you for the call like when do you need me to go sign the contract and then she's like can you come right now I'm like I'll be there and so I left a contract unsigned for Pomona Unified to switch to Pomona Catholic School and teach at a Catholic school. So it's so crazy how how life has it's not its ups and well, it does have its ups and downs, but at the same time, it will surprise you in the way that you're like you weren't expecting it, but at the end, it was God's call for me to be called to be a religion teacher. Yeah. And now I'm there. This is my third year teaching. Um, sophomore religion, junior religion, and senior religion. So it's pretty cool. That is so cool. You know, that's that's a wonderful story. It's almost biblical. You're like dragging your feet. Come on, Lord. Um, it's almost a story of Jonah. <laughs> you know. And you know what? I'm so glad that I didn't I didn't get eaten by a whale. <laughs> right. But anyways, so you're the you're the youth minister for Our Lady of of Guadalupe and Chino. Correct. And your youth ministry is called MM Youth Ministry, which I accidentally was thinking every time I saw that, I always thought it was M&M Youth Ministry. And I thought you guys should have like the logo for the M&Ms, the <laughs> candies that I'm showing you right here. I'm like, oh, cool. It's like M&M Youth Ministry, but it's it's called, it's not M&Ms. It's called. Well, for short, we're called the M&Ms in our church. So we're like... So literally our youth shirts are all um, the M&Ms. So we all decided to choose a specific color. And so when we're tabling, we have our big M and then everyone has a different color. 
So like, for example, my color is red. So right. every time I, use, I do promotion and things like that, I'm always wearing my, my red M&Ms. So are I, you playing? I believe or... Sitlali is like blue. Then we have a pink one. We have a green one. We have we have all different kinds of M&Ms. So are you, are you guys playing or nuts? Well, we, we, if, we, if we are playing, we're going to be basic. So I think we're going nuts for Jesus. We're crazy for Jesus. <laughs> but tell us yeah. about your ministry. You know, how, how did that start? And how did you come up with, with the title Moving Mountains? I think that's what it's called, Moving Mountains. Yeah. So, um, so technically, the way that it started is that after a Steubenville conference back in 2000, we, we didn't have the one for 2020. So it was 2019, 2019. actually. And so um, I was in mass uh, the following week after Stephenville. And I was in mass. And my priest, um, as he was doing mass and everything, he was already waiting to get the gifts so that um, obviously so that we can start, we can start the liturgy of the Eucharist. And so as he's just standing there with his two altar servers, um, he tell he approaches me in a very weird way that I'm just like, what the heck? Like, who the heck are you? And so, and in my head, as he's coming to see me, because he made eye contact with me, I was just like, oh my gosh, what is he doing? Why is he coming over here? Like, I hope he's coming for the guy that's in the back that's talking too much. Um, but, um, and re I remember at Stephenville that, um, there's always that last thing at the end of Stephenville where like, oh, yeah, if you're called for a vocation in, in the priesthood or being a religious sister, like, please stand up. And then obviously they take you down and they pray over you and whatnot. Right. And so I remember the week of Steubenville, um, when that question came up, I stood up because I was I was thinking about it. And right now there's some people that are still <laughs> they're, they're kind of praying over me. To see if I actually want to like go ahead and proceed with with that call of being a priest, but um, obviously, if Oliver is listening to this, I mean, I'm like, can you pray about something else? Like, can I just be <laughs> something else? Like, I don't want to be a priest. Yeah, you, please I, stop I, praying. I know how I am, you know. <laughs> and so I told Oliver, I'm like, Oliver, don't don't pray for me. And then all of a sudden, I have another friend that's discerning right now. And he's like, you know what, Alexis, I'm going to pray for you, too. And I'm like, great. I'm like, that's already two people. And like I told Sister ha Sister Sarah, I'm like, I'm not discerning to be a priest. I just take the people to you and you guys do whatever you got to do with them, you know? So like I remember I took um, I already took like three people into that discernment office, the vocation office. I mean, like, OK, here are the three people. You take care of them. I already did my my job. But anyways, going back to my other story, um, he was like, um, I stood up and I did the whole thing. And so when my priest approaches, approaches me the first Sunday of August, um, he was like, he's coming. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, did someone tell him that I, I'm thinking of going into the priesthood? Like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, I don't know what he's going to do, but I don't know what, what the heck he wants me to like. I don't know why he's coming. Like, like, stay away, you know? And so... Um, he tells me, and he's like, you and I need to talk. And I was just like, oh, shoot. I'm like, what did I do? I'm like, sure. When do you want to talk? He's like, can we, let's, let's do it after, after mass. I'm like, okay. He tells me, we have a lot of work to do. I was just hmm. like, oh, my gosh. What did, I'm like, what did I do? Like, I don't want to be found. I mean, and keep in mind that, so, um, obviously, this is, this is my third year in, in that church. So it's in, when he asked me. I was, I left the church for seven years and I'm, and in my head, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be found. I don't want to be doing what I used to do. Like, I just want to be a normal person, a normal civilian, you know? And I'm like, oh shoot, I think something's happening here. So I, after mass, um, I'm like, okay, I'm here. What is it that you need? I'm like, I need to meet with you. And I'm like, oh shoot. Okay. I'm like, when do you want to meet? It's like, let's meet on Wednesday for tacos. I'm like, okay. So on Wednesday, we met for tacos that same week. And he's like, I want you to take care of our youth ministry program. Um, my Aijada or my goddaughter actually knows you because she attended YCAST. And she actually said magnific magnificent things about you that, that convinced me enough for us to have a youth minister like yourself to be part of our team. And I was just like, okay, I'm like, what am I going to do from there, you know? 
And so I I spoke to two of my actually there were three at that time. Now the the third one has gone is has left our court team. But the other two, um, Armando and Citlali, I'm like, okay, guys, like, what do we got to do? Like, let's let's worry, let's let's go ahead and and do the whole planning. Let's begin from zero up, and then whatever it is that um, that we can use, let's use it, you know. And so, in one of our planning meetings, we actually we were sitting in Panera, the one in Chino Hills. We were like, okay, like, what do we what do we call our youth ministry? Like, we need to come with something catchy, you know. And so we started coming out with these random names, and I'm just like. No, that's not calling it. And so one of us actually opened the Bible. I believe someone opened the Bible that day. And they were like, why don't we call ourselves the moving mountains? And I'm like, okay, give me more about it. And the person was telling me, well, let's base it off on the mustard seed parable. And I'm like, okay, so the one from Matthew's like, yeah, let's do that one. I'm like, okay, so then are we just going to be saying, oh, yeah, we're the moving mountain news ministry? Like, that's too long. And then, and I believe it was Titlali or Armando that stated, well, why don't we call ourselves the M&Ms? I'm like, okay. And so based on that one conversation on a Thursday night at 8 p.m., the Youth Ministry of Moving Mountains actually came out. And every time we have a Youth Ministry night, obviously not, not, not right now because of coronavirus, but every single time we have a Youth Ministry meeting, we always have M&Ms to represent our moving mountain youth ministry or our M&M ministry. Wow, what a great story because you know what? And before I forget, I just wrote your name on my vocation prayer um, paper. I'm going to put it in my prayer jar. There you go. Oh, no. I'm going to close that in there. There's holy water in there. That's a blessed jar. There you go. You're in trouble. Oh, my gosh. How How many names do you have in there? Just out of curiosity. There's a lot. There's enough. There's enough. Yeah, more than ten people. You know, it says here actually, it's it's. This is my 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 prayer jar. Unfortunately, you know, the funny thing on this is, it is not a Catholic quote that's on here, but it's a beautiful quote, because this is my my hope for all people is you must be the change you wish to see in the world. So the names that are in here is my prayers for them is that you would be the change that you wish to see in the world, but it's Mahatma Gandhi. Ah, that's a good one. So that kind is, of reminds me of the one about the will set the place on a blaze or on fire. From yeah. is this in Catherine of Siena? Yep. Yeah. Set the I world remember. on fire. But anyways, so what are some of the great things you guys are doing in ministry? So right now, because of coronavirus season, I know that we've been doing a lot of um things that um to get the get the youth more pumped up and get to know more snippets about um, what obviously the presence of our Bible, the presence of of who Jesus is, you know, because specifically right now with how coronavirus is happening, a lot of our youth are actually losing hope, and so we want to make sure that we continue to provide that light and support for our youth in case they were ever to be feel alone or in case they would need to talk to someone. And so our youth ministry is ready for that, you know, and. And we've been talking about it in our planning meetings of like, we need to walk the walk with them. We need to meet with them halfway, or if we have to 75%, we walk and we meet them at their 25. Because that is one of the things that um, that we've been talking about, not only with the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, but also with the Diocese of San Bernardino, in where we can no longer wait for them to come to us. We have to be out there and walk the walk with them and meet them wherever it is that they are. And so... In the month of July, June and July, we actually did our series called the um, the Old Testament series, in where we selected the five covenants of um, of the of salvation history, and we actually we actually reenacted them using TikToks. Oh. And so, obviously, we were having TikToks, and literally, we kept on posting them. We also did a parable ex- explanation, like every core member decided to choose their favorite parable, and we would talk about it as a form of a reflection. We also did a tournament of saints in where there was a bracket that was created. And so every every core member, and we actually invited some of our youth to actually participate in this and where they would talk about um, a specific saint that they are attracted to or that they, they connect with very well. And so we would give them snippets of their lives. And so shout out to St. John Paul II 
as he was the winner of that bracket. So that was that was my saint since I didn't have a confirmation saint. He's the saint that I actually adopted um, years later. And so I'm so excited that he was the one that won. And right now we're actually starting our new series, which is um, the mood series. We wanted to do it this around this time because I know that right now with school happening, Zoom burnouts and things like that, I know that our teens are feeling a lot of different feelings that um, that even them, they didn't even know that they had. And so obviously we have a lot of depressions happening, a lot of anxiety happening. Mm-hmm. Suicide rates have increased like crazy. Domestic violence has increased so high that we're like, you know what? I think it's our, this is the perfect time for us to pursue the series of Mood from Life Team and be like, hey, like if you need to talk, we're here. You know, we have our adults in the group that you're that we're willing to listen to you. Obviously, because we're not counselors and things like that, we also have to keep that in mind. Exactly. So, but obviously, like if there is something that we cannot handle, then we're gonna seek that help so that that youth can get the support that he or she needs. Now, how are you guys actually doing that? <coughs> like actively, you know, some of the some of the other youth ministries that I've heard out there have ministry hours which is that they they have like time that's set and they they put it out there and says hey if you want to call if you want to go on Zoom they actually use Zoom that it's it's open for them to drop in from this time to this time I thought wow that is really creative um how are you guys doing are you guys doing similar things like that where people like so, call the or? cool thing right now that we're doing is that um we're doing everything on Zoom just because I know that we still have a few people and a few individuals that are very scared to come out of their houses. So right now, Zoom is our best alternative. And like I tell my like I tell my my core team, if our youth nights only last 45 minutes, then let it be. Because if we if we schedule it how we used to do it, obviously youth ministries run from like an hour and 30 to two. And then the after party of youth ministry, because we all decide to stay after the meeting just to talk and mess around and things like that. But I'm like, if it's 45 minutes, let it be. And it's okay. And so um, we have youth nights for 45 minutes. And then um, we, we opened it up with uh, the, with the movie um, inside out um, in where obviously it, it, it produces all of the moods, you know? And so um, we were, we opened it up last week tomorrow um, on Thursday, we're going to be talking about, the, the first move, which is happiness versus joy. What are the difference? And then um, as we continue on, we're going to be ending with the movie Fatima to represent that motherly love um, that um, Fatima has for all of her children. And so it's really exciting to open it up with the movie of feelings and how do you feel to the end and feel like, you know what? Someone does love me. Someone does care about me. And that's our motherly, our, our motherly um, mother that's up in heaven, you know? Yeah, that is so cool that you guys are facing a lot of churches and a lot of youth ministries are facing, you know, those those topics of depression, anxiety, um, the stressors that's that's happening right now and, and and suicide because it is a reality. And I'm so glad that you guys are talking about that. You know, I work my myself, I've I've been my whole entire career is in the mental health field. Um, and so that's that's um really um an important part of, of what I feel a lot of people uh, need to address because sometimes in, in our Catholic faith, the parents, especially in immigrant communities, would tell their kids, well, what's wrong with you? you? We give you everything. That means that you're not praying enough or you're not trusting God enough. And it really sets people, uh, especially young people, in, in, in a bad place of feeling that God doesn't love me or yeah. a, a feeling of abandonment. So kudos to you guys for for really tackling uh, a tough topic um, for this season because, again, you know, as you, as you know, um, most older people will look at youth ministry as you guys are just messing around because all they see is you guys are just messing around. You know, you're having fun. But it's having fun with faith. They don't see the content, right? That's you, correct. Ha- have you ever had that happen to you guys where – Older people complain that you guys are too loud or you're not even doing anything and complain to the priest. <laughs> oh, man, this is funny. I'm, okay, so it did happen once, actually. We were actually in the parish hall and we were having a few 
of the activities that we did for Whitecast. And shout out to all of the Whitecast people out there. Um, they know that we obviously we take some of their ideas and we make it our own, you know. Of course, so that's that, Catholicism that, right there. Yeah. So what we did is that we um, we did an activity that that dealt with um, with a what is it called? I don't even want to review the name of the thing because we used it for next year. I don't want them to like be like, oh, I already heard about that from Alexis, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there is an activity that we use newspapers, and so obviously we. Um, we started messing around. We did what we were supposed to do for that activity. And we actually had one of our deacons tell us, hey, you need to keep it down. We're giving the um, we're giving the pre-marriage classes. Mm-hmm. So you need to keep it down because you guys are hella loud. And so I was just like, um, excuse me, deacon, but we're youth. So we got to do what we got to do. And right now, it's the, Jesus is telling us to be hella loud and crazy for him. So I apologize. And I know that's a, for some people are going to be like, well, he's hella rude. I'm like, no, but it's like we like youth are going to be youth. And because of our because of our um, our size of our parish, we're really small. The only places that we can be is in, really in, inside the halls. And so um, the business manager comes and she tells me, Alexis, can you guys move to the other room just because, like, I don't want him to tell you more things. I'm like, okay, fine. So we moved to room, that was room four. We moved to room three. <laughs> and so we continued doing what we got to do. No, we were hella loud again. And so <laughs> here comes Deacon to tell us, Alexis, you're too loud. I'm like, fine, let me go to the next one. So room two is the last one because room one is the office of catechetical, min- the, the catechetical ministry office. And so I'm like, okay, here we go again. Loud. We got so like pumped about the activity. And so here comes the business manager, Alexis. You know what I'm here for. I'm like, well, where do you want me to put my youth? Like, I'm sorry that they're hella loud and that they have so much energy. And so it's like, well, um, I don't know. But can you guys keep it down? I'm like, I don't promise you anything because as you guys can see, we've been moving from room to room and it hasn't worked out. And so um we stayed in there and we just continued laughing we did what we we were feeding them pizza i know that pizza normally is the the go-to when it comes to youth ministry because it's It's, cheaper it's right but you know what it's like the resources that we have and we have to use them to our to our advantage and whatever we have we're able to use and so we fed them pizza candy m&ms obviously um juice capri suns like everything was sugar like high on sugar so but other than that, I don't think we have ever gotten like pushback or anything be, or getting criticized because we're too social. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What's the hardest <laughs> part of, of being a youth minister? What's the hardest part? Yeah, what's the hardest part? Oh, man. We're just going to focus on the negatives. <laughs> Talking about that, sweet. Um, <laughs> anyways, what the hard part about ministry at times is that it's the idea of how to be creative and how to and how to be on budget, you know, because as we all know, youth ministries, a lot of the times it comes out of pocket, yep. either no from our adults budget. or even from our own youth at times. They're like, well, Alexis, like, I want to help and contribute. So here here's ten dollars for whatever it is that you need. And so and at times as a youth minister, I feel bad because like, why am I taking ten dollars from a youth that doesn't work? And, but yet he's willing to contribute to the cause because he knows what the the mission and state, the vision and mission statement of our youth ministry, you know? And so obviously, I mean, if I were to put this on my taxes, I'll probably get like a huge tax return, but <laughs> that's not the whole intention of this. I mean, I do it because I believe in the mission and the vision statement that we have created from last year. And so um, again, like it's just, being being that budget is like the number one thing and then creativity is number two because obviously youth ministry is not a manual is not a book that you follow it's not a script that you follow it's more like how can we continue to engage in conversations that um open open open-ended conversations so that our youth can become comfortable and be able to ask those questions that no one's willing to answer and so a lot like um, I'm thinking already for our next series after we're done with the mood series, actually talk about the controversial topics of obviously racism, mm-hmm. um, talking about the LGBTQ community, talking about 
um, euthanasia, abortion, all of those topics that at times some people are very concerned to talk about, like that's probably going to be our next series. And I know that it will hit hard and I know that it's going to hit home. And obviously for that, it's already, I'm already thinking ahead of which psychologist or which people can I bring in in case there were to be a reaction to any of those topics or whatnot. That's, that's always important. You know, there's many that, that put out, um, youth nights without the proper support and it leaves it leaves the youth lacking but you know for me what the hardest part is as you said is is being creative but you know tying it back in with the mass and and because you know as people say you know what i used to used to always say is if you're loving youth ministry if you're loving youth nights but you're hating the mass then we failed yeah, uh, totally, totally failed. You know, it, it's kind of like I, I tell some people who are doing youth ministry, and it's like, yeah, our youth ministry is so vibrant, but you never see the youth in mass. Yeah, like yeah, hashtag fail. Uh, yeah. You know, starting your own church within the church. So yeah. that's that's what I always say is I challenge people and says make sure that your ministry is is so vibrant and so creative that mm. the youth are flooding the mass. Yeah. And, and wanting to be there. It's like, I get it. Like this one kid that one time, um, he's, his parents used to always, always take him to the Spanish mass and he was like bored to death. He says, I don't even understand it. And then one day my friend took him to a Newman Center and, ha- you know, shout out to Fernando. And he goes to mass and it was Father Kappelman. If you, if you guys are still listeners out there who remember Father Kappelman at uh, Newman Center. And he explained the mass. This kid comes back and says, I get it. <laughs> it's like, you get what? It's like, I get it. I get why we do what we do. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I'm like, and that kid now goes to both English and Spanish, but he gets it because somebody spoke to him at a level that he understood. And exactly. it wasn't just rote, you know, you go like the frozen masses, you know, the, the typical Catholic answer, um, why do you go to mass? Because my parents do and my grandparents do and my great grandparents do, my sister does. And that's what we do. We go to mass. What do you get out of it? I don't know. So I'm glad yeah. you guys are doing those kind of things. So let me ask you this. I love asking this to people, especially people like you guys, is... Because it's different for everyone. What is your best God moment? I think one of the biggest things that I think the God moment happened when we actually um, took our youth to um, to Inspiration LA. And I remember that that day we actually partnered up with your parish, with St. Mary's. Um, and we, me and Sarah connected and we're like, you know what? Like, hey, like, we're going to Inspiration LA. Are you guys going to go? And we're like, yeah, we're going to go. And so everything. And so she offered us um, an, op- an opportunity to travel with them. And so shout out to Sarah for, for connecting together for that, for that inspiration tour, you know? And so being able to share our faith with the youth, the young people that we took, obviously it wasn't a lot of us. It was only like eight of us that went that day, because obviously when you're talking about youth ministry and you're talking about like being able to pay for this and that, kind of gets pricey. And so the numbers keep adding and adding and adding. Definitely does. And, <laughs> yeah. And so I think the, the when we had adoration at Inspiration, uh, Inspiration Tour LA, I think one of the things that made me realize is the amount of love that some of these youth got out of Inspiration LA because they were actually understanding why the youth, the core team or the youth that are involved with youth ministry have this passion for Jesus. And so to be able to experience their testimonies of, oh my gosh, I just saw Jesus present. And I'm like, yeah, how did that make you feel? He's like, I don't know how to explain it, but I felt at peace. And I felt at peace. And that has been like the longest time that I have felt that peace within me and within my surroundings. Other than because keep in mind that Inspiration in LA or Inspiration Tour happened right after <laughs> a scary fest or whatever from, yeah. from Six Flags. <laughs> and, like monsters and so, wandering um, around. But yeah, 
but being able to hear that and then being able to get that as a positive reinforcement for us as the core team made me realize, you know what? We did. We did it. It was one kit that we were able to change. And I think that's what I keep on telling my core team. And I keep, and I mean, they can, they, they can tell you that every time I try to remind them, if we make at least one person see the purpose of, of faith in their lives, then we have accomplished a lot. Yes, we can have a whole bunch of teams in our youth ministry, 50, 60, you name it. But if we, if, if we were only able to change one life, then that's good. We, I, I mean, I hope we can change more lives, you know, well, as, you're, you're searching as we progress. For the one. But at least with one, it, give, it gives you that positive reinforcement of like, you know what? Okay, I'm doing this correctly. Mm-hmm. This is working. Well, you changed the one, and and, the, uh, and I agree with you, because the thing is you might change just the one, but that one might change millions. And if you didn't change that one, you would have lost that on the millions, right? Yeah. And it's like that movie that I watched, Pay It Forward. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. It's, like, it's so true. Like, it's like with one person, that one person changes three, then that three will change the other three, and, and the chain reaction just continues and sparks, and and I think that's the reason why when I do youth ministry, I'm like, you know what? Um, because before I was like, you know what? I'm here to save the world. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm here to save the world. But obviously, <laughs> one person at a time. Told me, Alexis, you can't save the world. The world was already saved by Jesus. That's right. And I'm like, find oh, your own Lord. cross, Alexis. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what am I supposed to do then? I'm like, oh, I know. What I can do is continue to lead young people into that plan of salvation that Jesus has for us, you know? And I always tell them like, we're destined for greatness. And every single time I see my youth, I see my students, I see everyone. I'm like, how are you doing child of God? How are you doing this morning? And then you see the kids like, is he like crazy? Like, did he have his coffee in the morning (laughs) or or the other one? How are you um, saints? And then whatever their name is. And they're like, Mr. Guzman, like, I'm not a saint. I'm like, let's be honest. You internally, you know, you're a saint. You just don't want to show it. That's right. And so um, on that I'm note, like, I, I'm, I'm, and again, and I'm just, I'm just Alexis. I'm just Mr. Guzman. I'm just a normal human person that's trying to continue this plan of salvation, you know, like continue to remind him why we're here. That's right. And yes, I may have all these degrees and whatnot. But that doesn't make me better than anyone. We're all at the same level. We're all in the same playing field. We're all called. We're We're all called. So on that note, we are going to take a short break. We're going to talk about a Catholic business. You know, we support our Catholic businesses out there working hard. So we're going to talk about a little bit about the Catholic business, and we will be right back. Have you ever had that craving for some authentic tacos? Well, look no further because this connected. For the most authentic tacos in the Inland Empire, go to Taqueria Dos Portillos. They have four locations in the Inland Empire, in Corona on East 6th Street, in Riverside on Magnolia Avenue, in Moreno Valley on Paris Boulevard, and in Paris on South D Street. You can find more information on them on Facebook and on Instagram at TaqueriaDosPortillos.com. And you can also order online at OrderTaqueriaToGo. Go to the one closest to you, and you won't go wrong. Best tacos. Support local family-owned businesses, fam. Tell them Catholic.Dad from This Connected Podcast sent you. And hey, while you're there, get me an Al Pastor. It's my favorite. So we're back with Alexis. Talk. We're going to talk, Alexis, about the letter C. You're letter for your ministry we are on the letter c so as the challenge goes you're going to name as many words about faith life and whatever comes along the way and you know what i'm going to give you 30 seconds just to add to that we're going to give you 30 seconds to name as many words with a letter c and then we'll move on from there you ready go Ah, so C, chocolate. I love chocolate. Citlali, I love my sister. 
Um, ah, um, for some reason, I want to think of Calderon. I don't know why. Um, my casa, my house, obviously. Chips. I love chips. Um, churritos. I don't know. Chocolate. Ah, oh, this is so hard. See? Cup of noodles. Um, Stop. Um, That's it. Ah, this is so hard. I got to add that. Cup of noodles. Well, here's the thing, Alexis. You, you didn't mention any of the words that I would have thought you would have mentioned, like capital C church. I know. Lowercase lower C little key, church. Little church. Like um, most important uh, pastime and sport of every Catholic. Chisme. <laughs> didn't mention. You didn't mention chancla. Oh my gosh, I'm so traumatized by chanclas. So. Yeah. But it, it seems like, aside from a couple of words, a lot of this revolves around food. So <laughs> so why is that, Alexis? What, why, chocolate, you know, chips, chorit, chor, choritos, cup of noodles. <laughs> what, why, why are all these words coming out? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Food. That's, I'm just, I just love food. I don't know, like, I think that's one thing that youth ministry has taught me. You need to eat, and it doesn't matter what it is, just munch on it. We could talk about it here, is that you have a love and a passion for food, and it revolves around ministry. I do, and and this is the thing. When I'm doing Jesus ministry, I tend to forget to eat. So I have to find whatever it is that I have either in my classroom, in my car, or in my house, so that I know that I'm not going to pass out. Like, I remember... Um, I was so busy planning a retreat for my job that I forgot to eat. Everyone else ate, and I'm like, "Yeah, did I just forget to eat?" But here's and the correlation. The- I love this correlation because you mentioned food. But yeah. you know, we can eat as much of this junk food chips, cup of noodles, chocolate. We can eat all these junk food, but as long as we know what real food is. Oh and yeah. What is real food? Tacos. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. He's still thinking about food. It's like, what's real food? It's like tacos. <laughs> yes. Tacos. Tacos. Tortas. Chilaquiles. <laughs> like pozole. And like. Stop. Stop. Real food. I was trying to do a Jesus moment there. What's oh, my food? gosh. You cheese it. Jesus. Yeah. It's the body of Christ. Oh, my you, gosh. Go eat some dinner. You know what? I already ate, but I think I'm hungry. Oh, look. There's some chips right here. <laughs> like the crunching. He's eating chips, and I'm, I'm eating M&M's. In, in, your, in your ministry's honor, I am eating M&M's. Awesome. But hey, here's, here's, um, here's challenge number two. Oh, my gosh. Now, this, is, this is where you get the title. And first, you have to claim um, who you're going to challenge. Right now, we have... We have two uh, youth ministries that have already participated. We okay. have uh, St. Oscar Romero and Tony Pimentel, their youth minister, uh, chose um, this topic, a queen. So Tony Pimentel is the queen of, of this, this one. He named um, Seven Marian Feasts. So here are the categories for the Catholic Challenge. The Catholic Challenge categories are books, popes, Saints and Marian feasts. Oh man. So it's word, keys, holiness, or queen. So which one will it be? Would you like to choose category word, category keys, category holiness, or queens? I'm, I know that I'm not very good at the Marian feast, so I'm not even gonna challenge Pimentel on that one. I know that he's he's a fanatic of, of our mother Mary, so I'm he's not even queen. gonna go there. But I think I can do saints. Um, but my question is, can I do them in Spanish and English? Yes, you can do them in English and, and or Spanish. And you are going to be challenging Sarah oh Dingler, the white youth minister of St. Mary's. You have to beat her. She named okay. 16 and 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> are you sure? Ah, 15 seconds? In 30 seconds, you have to name... <laughs> At least seventeen saints. Okay, they have to be Catholic saints too. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Ah! Are you ready? Take a deep breath. Here we go. 
Three, okay, I'm st- okay. Go ahead. Three, two, one, go, go. You gotta tell me. Oh, I have to tell you. Yeah, hold on. Let's start over. Let's start over. Saint Clair of Assisi. Wait, wait. Let's start over. Saint Calixtus. Ah, Saint Camellia. Saint Saint Lali, my sister. Saint Catherine of Alexandria. Saint Carmen. Saint Catherine of Siena. Ah, Saint Charles Borromeo. Um. Ah, Saint Cloud. Saint Crispin. Okay, you gotta stop. I gotta stop. You gotta stop. We gotta start over. Because I'm I, over here anxious, and you're over here stop. Yeah, I I never started the timer. Ready? Go. Ready? Set. Go. Wait again. Go. Where did I tell you already? Now go go. Um, Saint Christopher's, Saint Clare of Assisi, Saint Cecilia, Saint Calixtus, Saint Camilla, Saint Citlali, my sister, Saint Catherine, Saint um, Saint Catherine of Siena. Obviously, that one's Alexandria, Ricky, St. Charles Borromeo, St. Cleofa, St. Clotilde, St. Cornelius, St. Crescencia, St. Crispin, um, oh, Saint, is there a St. Carmen? I don't know, St. Carmen, um, St. Christian, St. Christina. I don't know. I'm just so lost. <laughs> I, I got the timer there. I got, I got the pig snorting. You actually got, and we have to confirm this when I listen to this. But it looks like you have what five, ten, fifteen that you got nineteen yes. saints in there. Um, so that gives you the title of holiness. holiness. So you are actually holier than Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Sorry, Sarah. Shout out to Sarah Dingler, but um, Alexa you know that she got engaged. That's exciting, right? She, yeah, yeah. She announced that on the podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, I was I was um I was excited too. Finally, I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Dude, I watched that that entire process of that love story. Aww. Yeah. It was like you know, you've been an old youth minister when you see kids grow up and um and they become <laughs> engaged, but you know you're you're really old when your youth um get married and they had a baby. Yeah. And if you didn't hear in the last part of that podcast in the song, are the two people who sing our jingle for this podcast is Elizabeth and Diego. Diego. They had a baby on that day. On the same day? And when he proposed, she had a child. Augustine oh Carmelo. Carmelo, yeah. Yeah, Augustine Carmelo. So it was like double announcements. On that day, what a blessing! On that day, September fifteenth. I, I think they programmed it. I'm like, that's so yeah. cool, though. I was like, oh, announced on the podcast, birth and and um, engagement. Wow, they're both getting born, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, it's like that love story. So, um, there was there was one last question that I didn't get to ask, and I like to just throw this in there. Um, and this was a question that was posed on our Instagram. Okay. Question is, why are you such a rebel? Did Tony ask this one? OMG. It's either it was either Tony or it was either Oliver, because they're the only ones that know that I'm a hella rebel. So why are you such a rebel? Oh man. So to be honest, I don't know. I started getting this idea of me being rebellious that I was breaking into churches so because I wanted to go find Jesus. So, like, I went to um, St. Oscar Romero's, and I'm like, hey, Tony, like, I'm going to go visit you. And if you're not there, I'm going to go inside your church. Little did I know that his thing, his parish is not even a church. It's a house. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to break into a house. Like, what is that all about? And then I've been telling Oliver, I'm like, Oliver, one of these days, I'm just going to, like, kidnap you. And, like, we're going to go do crazy stuff. And then... I was like, you know what? I'm just a rebel. My my middle name is Rebel because my name is Alexis and then my middle initial is R. So my name is Alexis Rebel Guzman. So oh, crazy. Yeah, so I actually get the the Rebel name from my middle initial. I don't know. Does your pastor know that? Um <laughs> just kidding. You know what? I think he does. So and I think that's why we him and I get along very well. So <laughs> Uh, you should see the stories that we throw in at times. <laughs> so, so here's what we got. You have the letter C, 
you like food. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you're holy because you named more saints than Sarah. Woo-woo. So now you have that title. You have that title to uh, defend until somebody else challenges you on that. Um, I don't know if anyone who's going to be able to name, what, 19 saints? Again, it's hard. 30 seconds? That's, like That's unconfirmed. Like I still have to listen to that because you, you said it so fast. Uh, so right now we're going to stick to 19. It might be more, might be less, but it's um, it's the record now. So Alexis, as we end this podcast, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I just think that, first of all, I want to thank you right now for having me in your podcast. I know that um, doing a podcast is not easy. So um, if you're listening to this, support Arnell. I know that podcasts do do take a lot of a lot of a little bit of money. So if you can support him in any way that you can, because I mean, listening to different podcasts that I've been listening to, I feel like this podcast is one of those podcasts that you're actually we're we're actually able to express ourselves. And we're also able to um, say, and obviously everyone respects your opinion and whatnot in this podcast. So, um, I mean, just ha- being able to be here, like it's it's a pleasure. And um, and then my my last thing is keep in mind, everyone, that we're all called to for greatness. And so keep in mind that even though in the midst of this pandemic, everything will be okay. And you will be okay. That's all I have to say. Just, you will be okay. Thank you for that. What a wonderful message. And as as Alexis said, if when you do send um, funds to this podcast, a hundred percent of that, none of that goes to um, this connected podcast. We donate a hundred percent of anything that you send our way to youth ministries that that are in need because there are a lot of needs in youth ministry. And in the times that I've done youth ministry, there has been times where um, youth who were in need didn't get to do what what I felt God desired for them because out of a lack of funds. And so if you are out there and you're listening and you're like, man, I got this $20 bill that's burning in my pocket, send it our way. Send it to our Venmo, send it through our PayPal, mail it to our church, mail it to anyone, or simply, you know, go find your youth minister and say, hey, here's um, some extra money that I have, and um, I heard it on This Connected podcast, and on behalf of This Connected, tell them, hey, this is for you guys. So that's thank you enough for the things um, that youth ministers and people who are doing youth ministry are um, doing for the glory of God. So thank you. But thank you, Alexis, for joining us. You're amazing. Too smart for me. So thank you for not bringing too much of that that stuff. And by the way, help me with my homework. That CMFP is kicking my butt. Oh, I haven't even started. Oh, gosh, it's kicking my butt and it's only week three. Um, so It's hard. Well, you know Make what? Sure you get your exegesis and your hermeneutics together. Hermeneutics. Which one goes first? But anyways, that's all we have for this episode of this podcast because before I start going on the letter C called Chisme. As usual, we pray this connected. If it did or didn't, please send us your comments to our email at catholic.dad50 at gmail.com. We'll try to answer them as soon as we can. If we haven't answered them, that means we haven't read them. Um, or DM us at This Connected Podcast on Instagram. That's usually the, the platform we're using. Please subscribe to the podcast on any of the many podcast platforms out there. And if you listen to the podcast on, on Apple, they allow you to give us a rate and review. Please send us a rate and review. It really helps with the algorithms to get our content out to people. And yes, don't forget to donate, as Alexis said. Donate to the podcast so we can give it away to the many youth ministries out there. It's for a good cause. Remember, friends, live a life of holiness. We'll be praying for you. Please pray for us. And most importantly, as Alexis is living, to be blessed and be third. and lows a new perspective everywhere you go 
open up your mind, drown out the noise, and see if this connected. And see if this connected. That's a good song. That is our jingle. Thank you very much, guys. See you at the next episode. This connected podcast is brought to you by the cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city. Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one and a half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N. 2021.